it's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name's Adam. Oh, what's up, y'all, man? It's Dan, bro. Jose Canseco. <laughs> we have a fucking... Well, we're missing one, right? Jose! Adam, have you been drinking booze? Canseco. And I'm Mark. What's oh, yeah. What's uh, we're missing Orion Phillips tonight because... Uh, we're not really missing him. Folks. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm missing it. <laughs> Fell off a cliff. Died on impact. He had to go hang out with his mom. Pussy whipped to his mom. But we have a... We have yeah. a we have a, do you, I don't know if you play the, the guitar. I think you you probably can. So you're going to be our filling guitar player tonight. I got you, you. You go ahead, Adam. Fucking A. It's Telly Smith. It's our boy, our old friend Telly Smith from The Word Alive. Yo, yo. Woo, Welcome. Woo. The Word Alive. Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah. How you been? horny boys. Hi. Hi, guys. You're uh, horny? What'd you say? <laughs> I mean, probably. I'm just a horny boy. No biggie. I feel, I feel like I'm always like, you know, just around the corner from super horny. <laughs> you're always like 60%. Just around the yeah. corner. We need we need to get like um like when the Blues score a goal, like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the horn with like a crowd like cheering ah, when we announce a guest. That would be fun. All day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, we have uh we've known each other for some years. Yeah. We've uh we have toured we, together. We, but we met at Bamboozle. Is that when we officially first met? Yes. Two thousand eight um, with uh, when I was in Greeley. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. And Ryan was like, you got to come meet my boys. And I think we went up to your bus, did some shots, played some shows or played the show and then drank a lot more. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. 2007, eight, we were fucking going hard. <laughs> like, I forgot really you were in Greeley. Yeah. Greeley Estates for all you uh, older folks who knew us back in the day. We did tour with Greeley, but that was before you were in Greeley, I mm-hmm. guess. Right. We, we did a couple like yeah. U.S. tours with them or like we did the headlining Chaos. Show, yeah. Yeah, and then he went on headlining sh- shit with us. So we knew them, and then, yeah, you joined, and then we met you. And then we later toured with The Word Alive, I guess, in, like, Australia. We did that one tour mm-hmm. with, where, with like, a million bands on it. But I just remember seeing you every, every morning in the, in the lobby of the, the hotel and being like, hey, man, what's yeah, up? And then we were, we were soaking up the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes. we would be drunk people at night, and then, yeah, do it again. And you and I toured together, I guess, on Warped. Right with when I was in drugs, yeah. that was kind of the first mm-hmm. thing. And what year was that? Twenty so two thousand eleven. Fourteen, eleven, eleven. Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah. That one, that ten Australia thing was two thousand eleven. Holy shit, that is ten years. Fucking. A, so dude. did you? You were a guitar player in Greeley? Is that what you were doing in that? Bass, bass, play bass, slap it to bass. Yeah, I tried to slap the bass. I was basically made good friends with them, and I'm like, I've never played bass guitar before. <laughs> oh, dude, and same. Ryan was like. Ryan was like, it's just bass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, I just need you to sing good. And he's like, if you can figure out the songs, awesome. And <laughs> yeah. uh, they gave me, it was like 17 songs oh, I had to shit. learn in like a week and a half. Um, for They were doing a CD release show. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll try to figure it out. And I somehow learned everything. I think it's because that record, the Go West Young Man let the evil go east. That record, I was like, still to this day, it's like one of my favorite, whatever you want to call that, post-hardcore, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever genre. Screamo, yeah. it's, it was so sick, and it was so dark and like kind of creepy, and I yeah. think it was just because I like really, really liked it that I could learn it faster, yeah, and then yeah. the guys were awesome. Yeah, so were you a guitar player before that then, or was this just like a, you just got thrown into this all around? So, I mean, my first like bands, I tr- I kept trying to be a guitar player, but I was never the best guitar player in any of my bands, and I was almost always a better singer than the singer. Yeah. And so eventually it would just, the band would be like, 
maybe we'll get a better guitar player and you can just sing. Yeah. And yeah. It kept, it, I just kept getting pushed in that direction. And I was like, I really want to play guitar. And <laughs> I, I just kept getting pushed towards me singing. And then I tried out for this band uh, from Southern California uh, called In Fear and Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and did we recorded our first EP and then that ended up being a train wreck. Like all, all those guys, we're all friends now, but at that point in time, it was a shit show, like <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. And they would even tell you like their goal of touring was the quintessential, like the shows don't matter. You don't have to actually be good live. Just get fucked up and hook up with girls. <laughs> and I, I came from like pretty like conservative, like Dayton, Ohio. Like I'm just fresh out. I, didn't really even drink at that time, didn't do anything. So I was constantly the one who's no one else could drive. I'm just driving the van every night on tour, every <laughs> soon. And I'm just like, this sucks. And I blow out my voice because I'm not sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not fun. I was like, I thought tour was going to be so different from this. And that's when I met Stuart Taggart, who uh, was like, you need to quit this band. <laughs> and he was like, you need to go and join Greeley Estates. And he was like, just knowing you as a person, you will fit right in with them. We met and hung out, and we it, it was fast friends. I moved in with Ryan like 10 days later. Well, Nice. Yeah, those dudes are awesome. We haven't seen any of them in a really long time at this point, but, yeah, we all got along really well with them back in the day. Sweethearts. Which, yeah, that we toured with them in like 2007 or 8 probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere in those days, but yeah, it was that's crazy. That's been like 14 years, but they were on Taste of Chaos, right? Yeah, they were yeah. on the yeah. U.S. version yep. of Taste of Chaos. When yeah. we were on it. Did they hold up? Did they have which that was 2006? Did they have a bandwagon? Who was like the first? They had ba- an RV. Okay, they always had an RV. I remember. Fuck. What? Adair had one too. We used to go up on somebody's RV or bandwagon, and w- I remember watching. S- fuck. What were we watching? Oh, we were watching the fucking, um, the R. Kelly trapped in the closet thing. Oh yeah. I think that was oh, on God. their shit. Yeah. On, they had a bandwagon at the time, right? I don't know. Cause like the TV RV, was up on the thing. I yeah. don't know. I don't think bandwagons existed in like 2006, but I remember losing mm-hmm. our shit over that. Yeah. That, I think it was. The, uh, it was like volume one of the trap. That might've been the Adair one, but I think everybody was hanging out. It was them hanging with us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> oh, if you fuck. haven't seen trapped in the closet by R. Kelly, anybody out there, <laughs> you're missing out. Go shit. watch it. My wife got me that for a fucking anniversary present one year on DVD. That's <laughs> <laughs> shit. That's uh, when you know you're with the right person. Yep. Yeah. It, it has all worked out. Dude. Well, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, I, I did know that, but I just recently like found out that you were in Greeley briefly. And then I remembered, I didn't remember that that's whenever we met. I just remember knowing each other and I was like, why, why do I, I know him already? Like when we yeah. toured together and I was like, why, why do I already know this guy? It was one of those things. Yeah, we just had so many mutual friends, too, that, like, I would just always see you guys. And then, like, out of all my friends who tour, I feel like our cycles have been, like, different. So, like, a lot of times when I'm touring, you guys would be home. Yeah. And so I would always see you when we've been touring for the last, what, 13 years. Like, I would just be in St. Louis. and. But our menstrual cycles are fully in sync, though. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, those are. Finally, finally. Adam just looks me in the eyes and I'm like, oh, yep, starting. <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It starts right now. Let it flow, bro. Yeah. As as all of our guests in, in the recent, may, maybe every guest on here, uh, we have after show partied in St. Louis together a few times as well. 
And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I've taken you to Flamingo Bowl with me a couple times. We sure have. Yeah. Everybody, it's been like every guest on here has been like, no, Dana, we went to Flamingo Bowl. I'm like, God damn it. I, I've literally been drunk with every human on the planet at Flamingo Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the time you and Obama were at Flamingo Bowl? <laughs> it's a good, it's a good time. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, remember when you and, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger were at Flamingo Bowl? I took the Pope there one time. You and the Pope? Yeah. God, I saw you guys walk in. I wasn't allowed in. <laughs> You're like, Dan, Dan. I was like, nope, nope, no autographs. I've been to Pope Mobile. I don't, know don't this even guy. look at the Pope, Pope Mobile. Sorry. Don't even look in the direction of the Pope Mobile. God, fuck. Here it comes. There's going to be well, all the memes of Dan in a Pope Mobile. Yeah, yep. I can't wait. It's coming. Oh, like coming. I've never came. <laughs> I, I just get so jealous when people talk about it he's, he's on some high level tantric shit what's yeah. it like <laughs> just like holding it in when you do come you're gonna die that's, yeah. you're gonna be nice and that's, <laughs> just uh, literally explode dead. Yeah. you've been having a, an orgasm this whole time but you won't come until you're 90 and that's when you die you're currently in the orgasm if that's how I, if that's how I could choose to live my life and pass away I would choose it that'd be pretty sweet at some point, though, you'd have to be like, I'm fucking still coming. The <laughs> semen hasn't come out, but it's like, I'm tired, man. I just woke up and I'm still coming. Have you seen that Tom Segura skit? That bit where he talks about there's people that can't have jobs because they're every because of that. 20 seconds they're coming all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. There's no yeah, way. Yeah. There are conditions. Yeah. I mean, I could. It's so funny. Cause why can't they have? Why can't they have jobs, Tom? Because they're coming all the time. <laughs> they, they have conditions. I feel. I feel like there. There are some jobs that that wouldn't really like impact the job too much. Telemarketer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can mute it real quick and go. Uh, uh. Yeah. Okay, so um. <laughs> super yeah. choppy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna want to go. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you go to settings uh, and uh, uh, and uh, if you just. Yeah. Hey. I just need to <laughs> Damn it, he's got sound effects too This is great Stop whining <laughs> I only have the one I only have the one oh, That's all you got? So you can bleep yourself out? I convinced people for a while on my on my Twitch stream That uh, I have never let someone hear me swear And <laughs> I'm like, I can only feel comfortable saying it And like knowing that there's children listening to me I'm like, I, I can't swear in front of you guys like it's wrong and i Dude, carried great. that on for a while and then people were like that's crazy like you've never sworn i'm like no what the fuck with you Dude, hit me hit me with the line i want to hear it that shit ain't the truth well not that but you oh. know sometimes you gotta suck a mother dick and then you're just hanging out and this <laughs> comes up and you're like damn that is a really <laughs> asshole oh fuck oh, the fuck. Oh, you blew it, uh, you blew it. yes uh, we're the first ones ever to yeah. hear you cuss yes Anytime I, it, just the asshole just slips through always. Yeah. Yeah. It always slips right in the asshole. Um, yeah. What, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, a, transition. You just think about assholes? I can't stop thinking. First, uh, first of all, I texted you something that you really should watch. Secondly, I'm a bad friend and I haven't fucked with any of your, your Twitch streams yet. Oh what, my God. I know. You have to watch it to completion. Jesus. I know. Dick. What a that, dick. This might be one. It's, oh, it's the worst. That's thing. one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh, it's the what, worst thing. What did you send him? Which one is it? Do you, just this, think about what that the, is literally. <laughs> think about, <laughs> dude, the, it's like you see a dead body on the side of the road and you can't not look at it. Dude, I don't, I, wanna, I don't need to see oh, it. Do I? 
you you really don't. I, of course, send it to Dave Reagan and shit right away. I feel like that's the thing that you send to your worst enemies. <laughs> Adam sends and you just all send this it shit to, to people. Yeah. Yeah, well. So here's the thing. You're right. Oh, man. Do I describe it? That's going to haunt me. Uh, I don't know. God. Oh, yeah. I did. You, you did send this to us. Mm. Don't look no, away. Yeah, oh, don't look God. away. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Okay. I assume that's real. Well, I mean, fucking it clearly. Has to be. But, dude, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. The, uh, the thing that's, just the, explain it. Just tell uh, the people what it is. It is a it is a human being sucking a horse's dick until the horse comes. Like full on. Everywhere. Uh, Everywhere. That's that's how that's how he dies. <laughs> that horse that's has been eating celery for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, to keep the taste right. The um d- it's like all I can think Ooh. about is that's someone's daughter. That's someone's like sibling or best friend like maybe not maybe (laughs) hope yeah hopefully those that person's parents are dead uh but like maybe not anymore all i can all i can think about is or or all i can ask the universe is how how does a person get to that state where they're like yep turn on the camera and i'm gonna suck this horse's dick until it comes all over me I was gonna say her parents I mean, aren't like probably meth and give me my money. Yeah, yeah. pretty. She one has of the top. problems with her family, obviously. <laughs> clearly, she was clearly family. Abused. <laughs> yeah, meth. Yeah. You don't heroin, just, maybe. You're not just a normal human who's like, I'll suck a, I'll suck a dick, I'll suck yeah. a big ass horse. Yeah, dick right you don't now. see a horse and you're like, damn, I've been chasing the wrong tail this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that thing's huge. I'll I, try can't it. Wait, I can't wait to suck that. I can't wait to try it out. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I thought we were taking a turn for. A better conversation. I fucked up everything. You took a turn towards negative town. Well, my stomach hurts. I, would, I took a straight to hell. <laughs> Your goddamn negativity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. I, so what have you been up to? Yeah. Where do we go from here? Uh, so you see well, me. Uh, good podcast, guys. Yeah. <laughs> great well, talking uh, to you. You want to promote anything after that? Uh, <laughs> hey, what I was trying to ask you before that uh, was... Do you suck horse dick? Have you ever sucked a horse's dick? And have you ever done it on Twitch? I've not attempted to eat yet. Okay, so... I, I feel like... I've not attempted it on Twitch. Every man has his tipping point, though. Yeah. You might get tipped a lot. Tipping point, get it? Hey. Um, uh, what do you do on Twitch? What, uh, That's I, what I'm getting at here. We, we've been trying to learn how the hell Twitch works because we don't really understand it. So explain it to us. You do the music thing? Or you play games? What's the deal? Yeah, so it, it just depends. I, I'd say, like, the... I usually stream four hours a day, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, And on Mondays, I do half of the stream is like I react to unsigned artists. So like people in in my Discord channel will, there's like a tab where you can submit music and then Mm -hmm. I'll watch, literally it doesn't matter the genre, it doesn't matter if it's one of those kids or whatever. Um, And then I'll just like, if the person is like asking me for feedback or whatever, I'll, I'll do that. Otherwise I just like be like, yeah, this is sick or I like this or great singer or you know this band should have saved up some more money and got a mix done you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. whatever it is um that's cool and then play a lot of call of duty with like basically t- all tour friends and then the other times like sometimes i'll play some acoustic stuff and then one stream recently i just i started to i wrote a song from scratch just to show people kind of like what my process is like mm-hmm. you can kind of do anything i'll sometimes i'll go on and i'll just like go and look at a bunch of memes 
like for like two hours and <laughs> yeah, just hang uh, out basically. Yeah, hang out and get feedback from people who are who are watching. That's dope. It, yeah, it can basically be anything you want it to be. Like yeah. you could do this, you could interview, you could play any type of game, you could make music, but it, literally anything. Sweet. So now we know where to put our demos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we, guys, here's a bunch of random ass demos. Vote on them for us. <laughs> Tell us what sucks. I, I've played some songs. I'd, I'll do like a sub goal stuff. So I'll be like, if you hit this many subs, like I'll play like an unreleased song or sometimes yeah. I'll play a song. I'm like, is this as good as I think it is? And then I'll play it. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes a clip or the whole thing. And oh, no, I if mean, I feel like people are actually into it, we'll submit yeah. our demos to his Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah. Like, hey guys, the can song. We, can we have know, some critique? I'm please? feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, it's just it was a nice thing. Like, especially when you can't go outside or cut it or and do shit. It was just like a great way to connect with you know fans, friends, and you just kind of like build a little community. And then now, even that the world's like opened up more, I like trimmed down the hours I was doing it so I could do more things outside of, you know, my house, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's still just nice. It's a nice thing to do that. I think it brings kind of that, a deeper sense of community than what most social media does. Yeah. 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 Shit like this podcast, like Twitch, it's all becoming, I think an essential and really valuable and enriching part of being a musician. You know, it's not just like, yeah, I agree. Oh, how do we make money in a different way? It's for us. It is like, it's connected us to our core fan base in a more enriching for them and entertaining for us and everything like deeper way than we kind of have ever been connected. Cause you know, we, we casually know yeah. a handful of core fans, but now we like really know our core, you know, a few hundred people and like the, you know, maybe like half a dozen people that are really, really engaged and do funny shit and they're just, you know, kind of on our level or kind of connect in the same type of sense of humor and shit like that. And it's fucking, it's just so yeah. awesome, dude. It's, it's such a different world from when we came, you know, when we were all kids, I wasn't uh, making Metallica memes and sending them to those shits on the internet. You know what I mean? It's, it's a cool time. Yeah. I, I do think that as technology, you know, continues to advance and we find new ways of connecting as humans or connecting to the art or entertainment that we love, it is something that I think kind of feels more authentic than anything else. And yeah. it kind of reminds me almost of like, say when you first start touring and you're, you know, in the van and you're just like trying to meet every single person, like at the venue, yeah. it's kind of like that only when you're from the comfort of your own home <laughs> and you get to talk about what you want to talk about, but then you get to learn, you know, names, you get to learn about other people's lives. And then now inevitably when you have these shows, you're just going to, the audience is going to just feel a way deeper connection to you as people. They're going to hear the music even in a different way because they'll understand maybe more of what it's taken in your individual lives to even create that music. And, mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I just think it creates more appreciation for the artists that are making the art. And I think like, especially in music, it's just been devalued so much by just the yeah. industry and the world as a whole that I think now it's forcing people to be like, oh, wait, like these are human beings behind this like awesome thing that we love and need. And so I, I think it just like brings back that old school, like appreciation of the fact that we're all humans just trying to live too. 
Dude, there's a... I'm not a human, bro. Not a human being. Speak for yourself, man. Uh, by Lil Wayne. Um, it, it adds up. We're robots. <laughs> it's definitely a version of the bands that I still connect to most, or the bands that are in my like top few from my, I guess, teens, whatever, that are still my my favorites are the ones that either had like, like Metallica had their year and a half in the life Metallica documentary. Pantera always had their home videos, even in like, you know, the mid nineties, like new metal kind of era corn with their who then now um, VHS, I guess we had at the time Mm -hmm. seeing that side, seeing like the personal side of the band, whether they're just fucking around and blowing each other up with firecrackers or they're in the studio or they're whatever. Yeah, dude, that, that made a significant impact on me. It kind of like put those bands in a different category for me in terms of like what I would look back at as an adult and think, oh, that shit really resonated with me, you know? And this is just that, but it's it's constant rather than... Yeah. Like in the case of Metallica, my perception of that band is 1991. Like Hetfield's old as shit right now, but when I think of Hetfield, mm-hmm. it's that dude from 91 that I watched in the those two VHS tapes, you know? So yeah, yeah this is very much a modern version of that, and I think it... It matters a lot more than I, than I've wanted to admit at times. You know what I mean? Yep. I guess that's why I wasn't really into that kind of stuff that much. I mean, I was. I liked Metallica and all that shit, but like, I didn't really get connected to real music till like the later, mid to late '90s with punk bands because I would go to small clubs and see bands. But those bands were just as big to me, you know. Like I would yep. go see H2O, and like he would go to the merch booth af- afterwards, and you know, like I would meet him, and you like it's your favorite band, but they were small enough in the underground punk scene more to. You would meet them, and I guess that's kind of what this is now with bigger bands or just bands on the same level. But, yeah, that's what really drew me into that, like, underground scene then. It is cool when you can connect with the band directly. And I I think, too, like, especially since a lot of times whether if you're touring, like, you're never going to be as, like, refreshed as you are. Like, we're sleeping on our own beds right now, and it's a little bit more comfortable. I think we probably are closer to, like our true selves, you know, in this safety net, in this, this environment, than even when people have met us out, you know, on the road. Yeah. So I think they just get to see the most like authentic us that yeah. they could. Which is cool. If you're cool, if you're a nice, cool person, yeah. <laughs> if, you're a if, you're, if you're a dick, that would suck. I happen to know you're pretty, yeah. you're pretty or you're cool. Or you're just a sociopath and it doesn't matter. Either yeah, way. yeah. Yeah. Or I it, think you're pretty cool. So. If you just have a cool dick. Well, I don't know if you're supposed well, to be dicking out on Twitch, bro. Telly, do you have an OnlyFans? You can have it out, but it just can't be seen. Right. Ah, true. Like, I'm, I'm right. butt-ass naked from the waist down right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, meet out right now, fully. Well, that would be fine for us. I've never done a podcast where my pants run off. It's, you know, comforts everything. Yeah. Get a lot I just of shit see, like, Josh just had his dick out and he was peeing. Prove it. You know, sometimes you just got to know how people make you feel and... I'm like a visual person, so I want to look down and be like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. This is going well. <laughs> Yo. Yep, still hard. <laughs> hey, can we just all acknowledge the fact and tell this to listeners, there's like a level when you when you tour with a band or if you're in a band, and I said this on like the Star Wars podcast, and I referenced like a friend of mine who's a really good friend. I was like, it's a really good friend of mine. We work, you know, we've worked together for years. Like, I mean, I haven't seen his dick or anything, but like, you know, we're really good friends. <laughs> and like being in a band, it's like, You've probably seen every one of your band members' dicks. And if there's another person in, in another band who you've seen their dick, it's like, yeah, we toured together a bunch. Like, there was that one time where I saw that guy's dick. It's just, yeah. there are levels. No, it's, just, it's like being on a sports team. Yeah. In the locker yeah. rooms. Yeah. Locker exactly. rooms, dressing yeah. rooms. Yeah, you're, you're, that's just totally normal. Yeah. Especially yeah. in just, fans yeah, and buses. I get off stage, 
slap Dan's ass. I'm like, good game. Yeah. <laughs> Great game. Yeah. Look good out on the field. Yeah, that is very normal for all of us, and it's not normal if you work in an office. <laughs> no, no. I guess it's frowned upon. It's like, I don't know why. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw yeah. Frank's dick today, and I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, should I, should I, I talk to HR? Yeah, I, I, I got to go in. I got to tell the boss I'm getting fired. It's like, no, no, of course I saw your dick. Why wouldn't I? A whole different world. Yeah. Uh, is that still a thing? I mean, that was definitely whenever we, t- we used to tour. Our band's like real PC, and they won't like all be naked Dude, all the time. there's no way. No. That you're like, uh, there's always there's always at least one guy in a band who's like dick shy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always one guy in a band who has the best dick who who you end up seeing it a lot. You just see it all the time. Yeah, this that's, guy. That's <laughs> this guy that that's our guitar to. player Zach. <laughs> He's got a lunker. He any excuse for someone to see his penis, <laughs> he will take. Yo, dude, yeah. did you did you guys ever tour with Howard or sorry with how I can think about is this giant dick? Did you ever tour about a tour with Killswitch Engage? We did, but not when Howard not was in the Howard, band. Yeah. Dude. Whenever Howard was in the band, we did International Taste of Chaos in 2005-ish, yeah. 5 And uh, yeah. Uh, Josh is holding up a pint glass to, de- to demonstrate. I think we've already told this. I mean, here. I could kind of sense that. Just <laughs> Big dick energy. Life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got to have a huge dick. And he's just like, he's shy. The way his voice me- sounds. Yeah, he's shy and mellow and the nicest dude ever, like the best dude, but... Not shy about his dick. Like, he was just like, oh, yeah, look at this thing. It's like, uh, he did it again. You know, like the other dudes in the band, like, yo, you put his dick in the glass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he put <laughs> his limp dick into a pint glass and it touched the bottom of it. Yeah. And we were all like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> yeah. It looked it, like that horse that we just looked at. Well, he, he had enough drinks. There went yeah, yeah, there went the dick. That's his, <laughs> that's his band's take on the whole Sorry, thing. Sorry, Howard, for exposing that to the world, but. It's a good dick. I love, I love that man. How do you not put it out in the world? Yeah, I mean it's great. It's it's not very. It's almost like cool dick. It's like rude if you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's his band called now? Light the torch. Is that what his newer band is? I don't know. Does anybody know this? It's I, called, I think it's light the torch. It's, it's called light, fill light. the glass. <laughs> Either way, it still sounds like Howard, and they're great too. But you know, it's just quite a good for him. Quite the dick on that guy. At least like butt naked. You know, even if there's a dick. Shy dude. It's like everybody, like you said, it's a locker room. And then, you know, you got a dude like me where like on our, <laughs> like one of our first tours, I remember Seosin pulling up next to the van and I like showing my complete asshole out the, the van window to them. Yeah. Our first DVD, you were, your butthole, your bare butthole is in it plenty of times. Yeah. With the butthole. We just posted a picture the other day on Instagram. It's like just a picture from us on stage, but Ryan has his pants down. And my face is like smashed up against his, his <laughs> genital area. You know, he has his yeah. boxers on still, so I'm not sucking his dick or anything. But we posted this picture on Instagram and it got flagged and taken down for sexual it content. It got taken down? Yeah. 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 Sean, Sean just sent wow. us an email today. He's like, guys, don't post stuff like this. We're like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's not like he's, nobody's naked. It's just my face is in his crotch. You literally, dude, he's wearing shorts, essentially. It's ridiculous, but yeah, so. I'm offended. But, and, and even before <laughs> that. Their offendedness. Yeah, yeah. Even before that, I looked at the comments and a couple people were like, this is gross, guys. Why would you post something like this? Oh, and I'm like, Get have the they fuck never up. fucking listened to anything our band does? We're the most ridiculous, stupid people on the planet. Like, what? All we talk about is dicks. Yeah. Hey, and they're offended. I mean, anyway, yeah. I, they should never check out, I don't know, a million Do not things. listen to this podcast, those fans. Dude, you know how fucking annoying that is, given the fact that, like, I flag shit on a regular basis of, like, legit trolls that are, you know, with, like, targeted harassment of people, and they don't do shit about it ever. Twitter's actually pretty good about it. but We didn't, like, get in trouble, I don't Instagram think. They just, they, just took, they just took the post down. It, like, didn't affect our account, I don't think, yeah, or anything. But the but fact that they... 
Oh God, it's so. I dumb. don't know. Yeah, we just I'm, got an yeah, email about it. I know what you mean, Adam. Like people be like, "I hope you fucking kill yourself," and yes. they're like. We didn't find anything wrong with this book. And I'm like, Exactly, what? dude. You're like, wow. But God forbid they see a nipple or something. It's yeah, like, right. it's, fuck. The world's weird. Dude. Well, also, there's like just ha- like almost fully naked chicks all the time on Instagram. All the time. I'm like, my face smashing against dude's shorts is, <laughs> yeah, is his inappropriate. Shorts. Dude, like every reel on Instagram, even the suggested shit, it doesn't matter what you follow or what your account's about. The, all the suggested reels are chicks staring at the camera like put it in my butt and dancing to some fucking song it doesn't matter if they're into fucking costumes or and the goddamn- songs usually literally saying fuck me or whatever yeah, you know or or disney or if it doesn't it doesn't matter like all all this shit but like you said you put your face on his shorts i didn't realize that instagram even had any of these policies but i, I obviously they do but it's a fine line. Once, so especially dumb. once Facebook bought it. Uh, yeah. And it's just been more. Dude, it's fully Facebook now, dude. It sucks balls. Yeah. Which, whatever, In the bad way. I wish, I wish yeah. Facebook would buy it, like, buy the farm, you know? Yeah. Buy, buy the farm, like, like die? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know the podcast, uh, <laughs> like, buy it, you know, buy the farm. Behind, <laughs> you know the podcast Behind the Bastards? Mm-mm. You ever heard of that one? No. It's like, no. A, like a documentary-ish kind of style, but comedy um, podcast about just terrible pieces of shit in history i only know like three podcasts besides ours it goes yo have you ever heard of joe rogan um <laughs> it goes who's that no no man um he's, he's on the internet he um, was on the show called news radio he's on the internet it goes it goes i got a pretty far back like i just listened to one the other day about a dude who was born in like you know like the late 1700s and lived whatever but it also does very modern people like there's a like a three-part thing about Mark Zuckerberg. And holy shit, is he a terrible motherfucker. And of course, I listened to another one about Bill Gates. Man, I was giving that dude way too much credit. He fucking sucks. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, All of those guys do. I mean, actually, be. he fucks. He does fuck. <laughs> Which one of you guys do on the fucking? <laughs> this guy fucks, am I right? Am I right? Anybody who gets to billionaire status is ha- is going to be an asshole on some level, but yeah. but yeah. I understand that they, you know, that you probably have different reasons to believe that they suck. Dude, it's crazy. It's, like Bill Gates, like you don't become a billionaire from the ground up. You don't pull up your bootstraps and become a billionaire. Like Bill Gates, for example, that's what I did. Had, <laughs> that's why Josh was a billionaire because he worked hard and um hardest working guy here. Hardest working guy. Technically, you do work the most. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> At a job. The dude was born into. I don't. I don't want to go through this whole thing, but like you, you we just, don't need to know his whole history. He, he's just an asshole. It's fine. Point being, was he born into a shit ton of money? Yeah, he had every, literally every opportunity that you could imagine. He was like the only kid that had access to a computer, which at the time was like a giant mainframe and a you know a university kind of thing. His fucking teachers were like, no, you should just stop going to math class and just do computers instead. Like, we'll just, we'll just let you go to the computer lab instead of doing math because, you know, you seem smart. That makes sense. Like, it's like a trade I mean, school before. I yeah. wish school would it be all makes more sense. like that in general. Yeah, but, yeah, that should be what happens at school. Yeah, but yeah. it all makes sense. But, dude. I'm just going to keep I'm, saying I'm, the opposite of you just to see how mad no, I can get you. <laughs> no, no it, it, does, it does make sense. See, you but, finally agree with all the anti-vaxxers then, right? So, yeah, yeah Bill Gates sucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jenny McCarthy and I, are, we're getting bro tats. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just an example of, like... There's just no such thing as ultimately, like, just you pull up your bootstraps. Like, motherfuckers get lucky. You don't become a billionaire strictly by hard work. 
And Mark Zuckerberg is one of those people. And he also happens to be just a piece of shit, just like, period. I, I, dude, The Social Network is one of my favorite movies. And in the movie, I even root for the dude. But that's fiction. He's actually a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. And fuck Facebook. Did fuck, I say that fuck before? Facebook. Fuck yeah, Facebook. Facebook's literally one of the worst things that's ever happened to the world. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's terrible. <laughs> but speaking of how we don't, I've never, besides that, I've, I've only listened to three podcasts in my life, but uh, I have to do a shout out because I just did, it's not out yet, but it will be. I just did a uh, Krista makes from less than Jake, the singer of, of less than Jake. I just did his podcast and um, it'll be out uh, either this week or next week or something, but uh, it's called Krista makes a podcast and it's really fucking good. They, he talks to mostly singers kind of like we're doing right now, but we're not really talking about music with you yet. We can, um, but yeah, he just kind of breaks down a song. So we broke down until the day I die. And uh, had fun. And uh, it was fun to hang out with, you know, Chris from Less Than Jake. That was nice. He broke them shits down? I like those guys. Broke it. He, like, would break it down, like, you know, like, line by line. And, no, like, he'd be like, so the intro starts with a four count. And it comes in. And he's like, (laughs) and and it goes into, like, a tempo. And and I'm like, we, like, got deep on, like, every note of the song. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I've never even noticed that. And he's like, yeah, it's weird, right? I'm like, it is fucking weird. Yeah. So it was actually really fun. Isn't it funny? Some people are like... You did, blah, blah, and you're like, yeah, that, that's exactly what yeah, we yeah. were thinking. I, I totally meant to no, do that. I, that was my intention. <laughs> yes. Like years ago, I did this uh, thing for um, Drum Magazine where they were, they broke down a song like on a specific part from, I think it was the constant or something like that. And he's like, and he does this and it goes into this and the, the, it's not on the one and three, it's on the two and four. And I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What the fuck are you bitches babbling about? It is weird because then, like, you know, you're not prepared for what he's asking you, and you're like, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I just, just did it. I don't you know, know what that's. I don't have a witty answer to this. I'm sorry. That's but, that's pretty dope, though. Like for someone else to analyze it from the outside, and yeah, then, it was really cool. And then to realize, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I did something cool. Yeah, yeah we like we just kind of <laughs> did that. You yeah. know, that's yeah. that's interesting as shit to me. I think. Like as yeah. a fan, like going back to like Metallica or something, if somebody broke it down and to hear Hetfield go, fuck, we didn't even think about that. That was just a cool riff. Yeah, that was basically half of the, yeah. the podcast that I'd, I was doing. I'd be pumped. Have you ever you know? done that in podcast form or in interview form where somebody broke something down that, that weird and that deep? It's very odd. I haven't, but I did watch someone kind of do a similar thing, but he's a guitar player of just a legendary band. I can't remember which one. And he do, he does it, I guess, every week on YouTube. I think, oh, yeah. where he like picks the top like so, top ten songs on the rock charts or something from, I don't know which database thing, but he picks like the top ten and he like kind of breaks them down and what he likes about them or if it's not his thing, and he explains like stuff kind of like that. Yeah, and he figures out how to play it like super fast and. He's just like, this is really cool. They use like this, and then they <laughs> took this melody, which shouldn't normally be a thing, and he that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, this cool. is one of the most interesting YouTube videos I've watched as far as like how someone will break something down. And it's this older guy who's like an Yo, is it iconic Rick guitar player, huh? Is it Rick Beato? Maybe, dude. I love him. Salty, I follow, I follow him. On, I follow him. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's like an older dude who <gasps> just shreds. Yeah, guitar dude. so good. Yeah, but he, I he him. actually like respects like new music too. Yeah. Like yeah, he doesn't yeah. just shit on stuff. Like and he, and his kids are like fucking virtuosos. Oh, and dude, his can, kid like, who has perfect hit, pitch. He'll hit a fucking accord on the on the piano, and the kid goes, "Uh, yeah, E flat diminished seventh. And he yeah. just like nails it, and it's like, like what? In the grossest chord. Not he even does a always real talk chord. about that. He ta- he's like, oh, 
naming every chord shape and all stuff. Yep. And yeah, I'm like, that I don't amazing. know any of that shit. Dude, he's awesome. He's really fun to it's follow. It's so on, interesting like, to watch that. Too. He's got yep. like fully silver hair and it's kind of combed back, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Rick, looks, Rick Beato. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He's badass. Yeah. I, lo- I just love it because you can tell he just genuinely gets excited about music. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And dude, he's he's of an age that like, he's probably he's probably in his early 50s. He's probably like 10, yeah. 15 yeah. years he, he older was, than us-ish. I did a deep dive on all of Instagram shit and uh, Jenny's dad actually is the one who showed him to me. Cause, oh, well. Um, but uh, yeah, he was in a band in like the 90s, I guess. What's his dude's name? <laughs> Man, what's... What's the secret, dude? <laughs> um, Rick Beato, B-E-A-T-O, I think. He, uh, he has this playlist called uh, What Makes a Song Great. And he does he does a lot of like 90s shit. And it's cool to see a dude who's a little bit older really be enthusiastic and like stoked about 90s stuff because he's mm-hmm. like, it's like us breaking down emo shit. Like you would expect someone that age to be jaded on it because that's the time that he was in a band. You know what I mean? But he's fully about it. Like when he breaks down a Nirvana song or something, it's like, damn, this dude, he just, he just respects what's fucking good. And he's open-minded and he's yeah. about music uh, on every level. Uh, Rick Beato. Yeah. Maybe it's just Beato. Yeah. Beato. Yeah. Um, but that's what we all, you he's know, Italian. that's what we all do with music, but on some level, you know, but Rick Beano, it's fun to hear about it from somebody who's actually way fucking better than any of us ever will be, you know? And it's like. That dude really knows that's his shit. never how I've made music. I've never been like, we should do this and on the fork. What are, I've never made music that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I seen this cat. <laughs> oh, Josh is here, guys. He found him. I seen him. He's been suggested to me. <laughs> but dude, tell me, I like I'm with you. Like so much about you know we, the majority of, majority of us are just people who. We're into music and we wanted to play music and we wanted to do what our heroes did. Yeah. And it was like, this is cool. This this feels cool. Let's go to this next part because that feels cool. Yeah. None of us wrote yeah. uh, our music on sheet music or anything before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I thought uh, this was you know. a better option than being a cel- serial killer. <laughs> For now. For those are, that's For my, now. Those are my heroes. <laughs> my true heroes, I didn't really want to follow in their footsteps because I'd be dead or in jail. So. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be a mob boss, but you know, that wasn't going to work out. Potentially more longevity with music. Yeah, no, we we definitely always played everything by feel, and we, you know, until ten years later, we kind of learned how to what notes were and uh, where, where's the G at? Oh, there it is. That's, that's oh, nice. I still don't know. Yeah, well, that's fine. Josh knows that he has so. he hits these drums and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Stop whining. <laughs> uh, Adam loaded up some new samples, ladies and gentlemen. But that shit ain't the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got excited that you might have have fun noises on your end, but you just have a beep. I wish. I wish I had more. Just, Work on it. Just over there with the beep. Yo, speaking of albums and uh, people from our era and friends and all that shit, so the album before last, you guys, The Word Alive, did with Matt Good, our mutual friend who yes. I was in a band with from, mm-hmm. from first to last, who's mm-hmm. an amazing producer now. And you also did some stuff with our old friend that I went to high school with, one of my best friends, Alan Hessler, you did some vocals with him for something. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our second full-length record, uh, we were recording with Joey Sturgis in Indiana. And basically, I got in a huge fight with him and the band. And I was like, fuck this. And I left. And I was like, I'm going to California. And I am not going to record. That's where the hits are made, bro. I'm like, this is bullshit. 
because everything was like, all right, on this song, I want you to sound like this person. On this song, I want you to do this. And I'm like, never once at this time, and me and Joey are friends now, but dude, I fucking hated him in this moment. Yeah. And because everything was like, sound like this person. And I'm like, I want to sound like me. Yeah. I'm like, you've never once said like, what's your voice? And let's like create like your identity of your voice. Yeah. So all the music was pretty much done almost. And they did this and then they would send everything to us. And then me and Alan um, would be recording vocals. And some days I'd be like super, super stoked. And he'd be like, dude, this is fucking awesome. And he's like, if they don't like this, they are wrong. And Alan's literally like the nicest guy on the planet. He's the chillest dude ever. He's from our neighborhood. The most. Like I've never met someone more calm than him, I think, in my whole life. Yeah, yeah. He's very Especially in the industry. Yo, imagine this though, dude. I hate to break in. Alan and I, we were were in bands together in high school. We We went to high school together. There have been a couple times specifically when our band almost broke up our new middle band in high school where we had like a full on like chest to chest almost fist fight. You and Alan? Yes. You and really? him? Really? Yes. Wow. Holy shit. I, he just like turns red when he gets mad. Yeah. And dude, <laughs> even like to this day, it's like bizarre to me to picture picture because he's such just a chill dude. We like, we call him Snoop because he always just look, he, he's like tall and lanky and always looks like Snoop when he's kind of high. Snoop Dogg. Hey man, no, that sounds good. I don't know about that yeah. part, man. That ain't cool, <laughs> you know. But the thing is, he will—he won't lie yeah. to you either. Like as a singer, because we've recorded a bunch of stuff with him, whether it was like demos in between records, or he uh, kind of mm-hmm. worked on "In the Wake of Determination," our second record with us. He was the engineer with Steve Evans. But uh, like, if you, if if something's not cool, he'll be like, "Yeah, man, it's not, it's not good." And I'm just like, "What yeah. the fuck are you talking yeah. about?" He's like, "It's not good." And I'm like, "Okay, fuck." Yeah. So Go on, sorry. Anyway, so you did that. Yeah, so we were out there, and then I I almost quit the band, like second record, because I'm like, Damn. we are so on opposite pages of so many things, and then basically just Alan was like, you know what, man, like I feel like we should just do our thing, and but we would send like, hey, do you think like this chorus could actually be sh- half this this long time? And the, all the responses were like, no, the music <laughs> is done, the songs are perfect. Nothing about it can change. You can't change the key. You, you, you got to figure it out. Vocals like, don't matter at all. <laughs> yeah, well, basically. It's a shitty way to do fucking it. Fucking yeah. backwards. Yeah, yeah. And if you listen to it now, like maybe you guys might be able to tell or like people in bands, but the entirety of all the instrumentation was like so dialed in and so fucking good and mixed crazy. And then it sounds like the vocals were just like put over top. And uh, it's because fuck. essentially they were, yeah. he didn't, he didn't edit almost anything. It's the, our rawest record, like vocally. Yeah. And, but Alan thankfully really pushed me in there. So like I would sing a part, it's the only record I think where I would, I would sing something like dude a hundred times if it took it to get like where I didn't need almost any, effects or whatever yeah and didn't need to tune it too much you didn't need any of that shit yeah yeah it's just like super raw and the whole record's like that and i was so pissed because i'm like this record should be so much better than what it was but it if it wasn't for alan and how calm he was and how cool and how like he was just so supportive of my voice and trying to help me that if it wasn't for him i might have left the band then so that's how that's how much i like i love alan Oh, if I was your producer and did that, you, you would have been in a different band. Fuck it, man. Fuck it, man. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, dude, you That's don't need that. That's some bullshit. Them. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and, and then it's funny because like basically, so Joey like had written on. You want us to like, jump him? I don't know. Some like you want to beat his ass. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Well, he wrote, he wrote this thing and he like basically like said I was like hard to work with and like kind of like talk shit about my vocals and I, he didn't think I would ever see it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, dude, look at this. And I show my band. We found out everything that me and Alan sent that my band never even saw. He, Joey just took it upon himself to determine what it should be or should not be and wasn't even passing stuff through to the band. So I was in California thinking that my band's just like, this sucks. And oh, I'm like, fuck Jesus. <laughs> and that wasn't the case at all. So, but we worked, we worked it out over that. And he made like this big public apology and he, you know, we got super hammered drunk a couple years later and we're like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've been through that with, with not that exact same thing, but some, you know, shit happens, especially when you're making records, the shit's intense and yeah, dude. But yeah. in the first couple records, like you're saying, you don't really know exactly what your style is necessarily, or, you know, cause you're still, yeah. you were probably still learning where, where you were trying to go. And I know I was on Very the first couple so. records, like, it's, you know, later I, I knew, you know, you settle into like where your voice sounds right and what you can pull off and what you can't. And you know, that, that's a weird, that's a weird situation. Yeah. Dude, it is fucking hard to describe because like, like we talked about at the very beginning, not that we're showing, we're talking about dicks necessarily, but there, there is like that difference between. <laughs> we can though. Yo, if you want to talk about dicks, patreon.com slash story of the year. Every single subject can just revert back to dicks. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's so much different in like a, a corporate job or even a fucking small business job, whatever kind of dynamic versus in a band because it's like siblings or spouses or whatever. And when you bring somebody in to make an album, you're, they're fully in there, like on that level. So for us, like Feldman, I remember on the third album, we went back to Feldman for four songs of the, of the full thing. And there was this dispute about, I think it was a solo and wake up. Maybe Ryan wanted to do this big fucking ripper or whatever. Feldman didn't want it. He had him redo it. And we went back and forth about a bunch of shit. And I remember having a phone call with Feldman when we were in the studio with Elvis Basquette, who did the rest of the album. And we were, he had sent an edit that had a bunch of changes that we just weren't into. And we were all fucking fired up mm -hmm. about. We said, delete that. Delete. When we first pulled up to, when we first pulled up to, to do the rest of the record with Elvis, yeah, we heard like the mixes, like within that first week yeah. of, of those first four songs. And we were like, whoa, these are... They were, they were really good, but we wanted Elvis to fix them, basically. Yeah, and I was we, on the phone had, with him. We had plenty of these things with John Feldman. Our, that that was kind of what I was referencing. Our relationship yeah. with him is similar. We're like, he would fight with us on a lot of shit, and then we were on and off, and we're all good, you know, now. But yeah, same thing. Yeah. But he and I, like, we had kind of remained closer than anyone else in the band. I mean, part of it's like, you know, I'm vegan, and there's that whole thing. And we, like, we've always been close. But I remember, like, vividly texting back and forth some real all caps, like angry shit. And then we were on the phone and yelling at each other to the point that we were both crying and being like, I said straight up, we, we just fucking shouldn't have tried to work together again. Oh shit. And I was like, mm -hmm. you and I have been friends this whole time. And I wish we just fucking wouldn't have worked together because it's just fucking everything up. And he's like, you're right. We shouldn't have. And we were both like fucking cry Dude, it was fucking gnarly. Why couldn't you I know? have been on that call? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's that's all just to say that we let Adam because he was like the ambassador. We we're like, yeah. you get along with them the best. You fucking call him. 
And dude, like yeah. that's all just to say that like that's the level that it goes to when you're talking about like how close you get when you're creating music together, when you're yeah. working together. And it's it's not a like I wouldn't walk into to my job and yell at my manager and just be like, well, I, I should fucking shouldn't work here. Well, that's like, how, that's how you know? fucking important music is to every, all yeah. of us, at least, you know, a 90% yeah. of bands feel that passionately about the shit that they're making. And the producer is involved that deeply as well. So yeah, that's shit. Yeah. They're yeah. like another member. Yeah. And yeah. It's not I weird to, for to, to be to the best producer. You kind of have to care as much as you possibly can in the same way a band yep. member would. And inevitably though, it's just, you know, like, anything some when you are that deep emotionally involved and you're sharing your stories and you're putting pieces of yourself into something there's just so much ego involved and pride and yeah especially when it's just a bunch of dudes who are just like always want to be right or have the right answer or have the greatest idea <laughs> yeah and you yeah. might not even be doing that like consciously but it's like that's what we're all doing yeah. it's like yeah. of course you you want to make the best song possible and then if someone's like, well, I feel like I have the best song, like, where do you go from there? Especially yeah. when, you it's know, all opinion for one, either <laughs> way, but opinion, everything's subjective. Yes. And then we're all growing up on the road, like, yeah. and figuring shit out. It's not like we're really learning how to be like communicative and like, yeah, yeah we're all learning because how to you be can get away with shit. Like yeah. You can't go to your boss and say blah, 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 but you can, you can go to your fucking guitar player and be like, fuck you. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. like you yeah, yeah. or punch him in the face. And maybe like three hours later, you're like at a bar drinking and be like, damn, that was crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can't, you can't act the way that we can act in like any job and be successful in real life. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're all, it's like, we're all learning how to be better at our job but none of us are learning any soft skills on how to communicate with other humans. We're all just fucking yeah. hammered all the time. <laughs> and it's like, well, I fucking wrote all these songs or I fucking, I've been working so hard on my bass lines. Like, fuck you. Like none, none of it yeah. is, is anything that makes us be better to each other. That's what I do. It works. True. <laughs> I mean, we've had minimal of these within <laughs> our band. We don't usually like, I mean, well, everybody argues, but, uh, there's not a lot of that over music. Usually it's like, you know, it's like, okay, cool. We, we all know if something's right or not usually, you know, and it, it gets there, but we have that with producers and or shit about money and dumb shit that you don't need to argue about. But you know, being in a band's hard, man. It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's awesome, but it's, it's not easy. It's fucking weird. It it's takes sick. a certain kind well, of weird I mean, asshole like, to do it. Maybe yeah. It's not easy being cheesy. But I mean, doing it for over 10 years, it's like, it's, it's like hitting the lottery, you know, it yeah, like yeah. shouldn't happen. It shouldn't, especially when you get older and you realize like how, how different each of us are like, and things you cared about back then that you don't and interests and hobbies, whatever. And you're still trying to just like figure yourself out. And then maybe you wake up one day and you're like, I don't know if I'm like as close with this person or I relate with this person as much as I thought I did. And yeah, so you have yep. to work on it and you and have that's to like, ever, that's have always these like, it's always changing too, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like this. Like it's any just relationship. Always yeah. just, it's like you, yeah. like we've all known each other for more than 20 years, everybody in our band, you know, and more uh, than half our lives. And we've been a band with, you know, this, this group of people for 20 years now. And I remember even at the 10 year anniversary mark, it was like totally different than when we started. Yeah. And now it's like completely different because now we do a podcast and this is like our weird therapy every week where we all get together and. We're like, yeah, that, that did suck, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Man, we were fucking idiots, yeah. you know, every week, and which is really yeah. cool to do now. But, dude, there's also the thing where we, 
no, I wait, no, I lost it. Hey, Never mind. Yeah, good talk. That's no. something really cool to say. It's gone. I, no, I swear, I swear it was very relevant. <laughs> um, no, it's never going to come back. It'll pop back uh, when we're done. Pop I, back I can see something's popping up in your... Too many white there. claws, though. Hey. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier, since we're getting too serious. Uh, I don't really like these iced tea white claws. They're not made by the, the <laughs> rapper iced tea, but... They're no. iced tea flavored. They're they're not. I don't like them. They're not made by Pabst. They just happened to have them at the gas station just now, and I was like, eh, that sounds fun." Our and boy then, uh, Corey is slacking on getting us the um, the seltzers from from Pabst. Oh yeah, we need the PBR seltzers. But I just stopped and grabbed these on the way, and because uh, I, I, you know, I'm all into all the seltzers, 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 seltzers. But uh, but this sounded different because I'm like sick of everything. I hate. I don't. I don't even like drinking anymore. But I just, you know, I do it. Hey. <laughs> That shit ain't the truth. <laughs> I don't even like drinking anymore. But that shit ain't the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Josh, what was that fucking disgusting beer you had earlier? Stop whining. Oh, dude, it was uh, a Modelo uh, with the mango chili. Mango and chili. What? Taste. Dude. Taste the book of flavor. I know it's in there. <laughs> Taste the book of flavor is right. Dude, he. Uh, it was the I tried it fucking it, thing. A oh, mango chili. Modelo. Modelo. Yeah. But no beer flavor. No, it was dude. Like, <laughs> it tasted like I ate a whole meal whenever I just took one drink. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Jeez. It's, it's like a fucking, like a jelly bean. Or what's it called? The, the um, uh, I don't know. They're, they're in Harry Potter. I don't know. No, but what's the actual, the actual one? Butter beer? No, the, the jelly beans oh. that have all the flavors, popcorn and shit. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. <laughs> you know, like popcorn and shit. Popcorn and shit. <laughs> I don't you know. know. Just I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we know. Jesus Christ! Are, are you trying? Are you trying to think of a certain one? No, but that's stupid. No, he, what's the, what's he the didn't brand make called? Them. They're called Jelly Bean. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Jelly Bird. Hey, what's the Neville Longbottom's Jelly Beans? I don't know. No, the, the tiny ones that you get in the. They have a. There's like a company that makes these or something. Jesus Christ! Yes, we all know well, this. Dan, somebody makes them. <laughs> Wait, they don't just grow on trees? <laughs> no, it's like the biggest fucking jelly bean company in the world that makes all the flavors. They make the like the gross out kind. They make the sour kind. Oh no, I ain't no candy addict. I man. swear it's called jelly bean. That's why they're that's no. why they're jelly beans. Telly, come on. You're younger than us. Hey, you got Help. the internet over there? Look it up. I I don't Jelly Belly? Eat jelly beans. Jelly belly. I don't like sure. That's a smash Jelly Belly? That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. That's a pumpkin song. There you go. I think that's it. Yeah, jelly belly. I was gonna say like Haribo or whatever. Oh, not those. No, those that's jelly belly. That's gummy bears. That's gummy yeah, jelly bear. belly. Yeah. You can get all the shit in Halloween. They make the ones that taste like brains or farts or whatever. You yeah, know, but at Hogwarts. Somebody else makes them. Yeah, there's a, there's like a whole. They did a whole thing there. Hogwarts. <laughs> you can tell whenever we've had a few drinks because we start getting real passionate about jelly beans. <laughs> Listen, man. No, dude, it's a fucking. Dude, what they're called? Something. This shit matters so much to me. <laughs> <laughs> do we get more emo when we have white claw iced tea? Yeah. Corey sent us the, the PBR uh, seltzers so we don't get so emo. Or maybe so, it's better. what is the Word Alive doing nowadays? What's been going on? Are you guys, Obviously not much right the second, but are you getting ready to do some shows? You guys are doing you a secret? Doing a record? What do you guys got COVID going COVID doesn't exist tour with Trapped or something like that? I fucking wish. <laughs> <laughs> just to have one day to just document for my own entertainment moving forward in life. Yeah. I definitely got in on some of that. Trap Twitter beef. Yeah, we were just talking about that uh, the other day. Yo, did I say on this podcast about how I met that dude in Atlanta on, what was it, Big Day Out? Was he buying some cargo jeans? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to what the Word Alive is doing, but this trap thing is more important, it's, obviously. We talked about it last week. We're, yeah. we're on it. We, we, yeah, we need to segue here real quick. Big Day Out, right? 
where Outcast played Foo Fighters oh, yeah. headlined. Yeah, was yeah. that what that was called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fucking it, forty thousand people, yeah. two stages. It was fucking insane. I didn't get to talk to him. He was too headstrong. This was like <laughs> this was like two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't want him to take me on because <laughs> he'll take on anyone. And he you know, would. It's true. He he's going to hear this and he's going to come after. Come Fuck at that us. guy. Um, but <laughs> we were. Oh, First of all, that was one of the fucking best days of our career for me. I met Dave Grohl. I had the camera and I came up to him and we, it was in the, at, at the time where we would just like aim the video camera at anyone. And we were just like fully filming everything, trying to, you know, be Pantera, do whatever, whatever. I was trying to be me, bro. You were trying to be you, but I was trying to be, um, Rex from Pantera or Rex from Airheads. I don't know which one, <laughs> but we, we ran up to him and said, Hey, tell us story. Tell us something about story of the year. And he goes, I'll tell you story of the year. You were with me. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, okay, because I met him, too. Yeah, and he's like, I'll tell you story of the year. Last night, I had this burrito from so-and-so place, and it had this and this and this and then whatever he said. And this morning, it's like I'm shitting goddamn fire. And he told me this whole thing about how he was shitting. He just had diarrhea from this burrito. This, this is Dave Grohl, by the way, not, yeah. not the guy from Trapped. Right, Dave Grohl, and he goes... I'm that Trapped guy. No, goes, no, yeah, I just realized that we're, we're crossing stories here. Crossing the streams. And he goes, that's a fucking story of the year. And we were like, fuck yeah, Dave Grohl rules, you know? And That's- because we put, our, put out our DVD with all this crazy shit, Warner was like, holy fuck, you cannot, you can't fuck, you have to blur everyone, you can't like, so we didn't put him in, in the DVD. It's somewhere on a, like a little tape somewhere. And we're going to pull that out. But the other in- encounter I had on the exact same street, the exact same spot, it was a singer from Trapped. He was like, hey man, what's up? You're, you're in that band story of the year? And I was like, yeah. And I, I recognized him because his fucking pulled up pants and his tucked in shirt and all this shit. <laughs> not not just pulled up, just not regular pants. His cargo pull, jeans. His pulled up cargo denim jeans. Yeah. Denim with, the, like a with, jean. The, with his black t-shirt and yeah. it's fully at his belly button. His headstrong fucking waistband. and Waist strong. <laughs> uh, <there>, Waist strong. <laughs> he walked up to me and he, he had a weird style. I mean, we're not God. talking shit about anybody I am, for though. that. But dude, <laughs> he, we, he's, we, ne- he's never had... A good style. Never yeah. looked cool ever. Like before no. we knew that he was cool or not, we were like, dude, this dude from Trapped is not cool, dude. That's all we all would talk about. Yeah. And he came up and he was like, he's like, oh, you're in that band story of the year. He's like, you guys are awesome. You know, that song, whatever, blah, blah. And he was just talking about how our band was awesome. And I was just, I didn't know how to receive it because I was like, this band sucks. <laughs> I just could not. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. And I just completely blew him off and kind of bailed. And for years, I was like, God, that was fucking rude. I was such like a dipshit. Like I should, that was so fucking rude. Wrong. And then I saw his Twitter shit and I was like, I am not sorry. Never. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, I was just, I felt fully vindicated, dude. Vindicated. I wonder how many people have that same feeling probably. Yeah. About yeah. us. <laughs> Where they saw him just digging his own grave and you're just like, yeah, I don't feel bad about anything I ever said. Yeah. Nothing. I, yeah. hope, I hope people feel that way about us. They're waiting for us to fuck up real bad. They're no, like, no. fuck, God, I wish I could hate them so much. <laughs> God, I wish um, I could hate Josh's giant dick. <laughs> but yeah, dude, he, he really, can't. like we were talking about the other night, he really doubled down and went for went for it all. He just yeah. fucking, he fucked himself on that one big time. For anybody who doesn't know, just look up whatever his name is. Hey, oh, we weren't talking about that on the podcast, I just realized. We no. were talking to, to Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, were talk, we were talking about it at my house the he other day. He was too headstrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's whatever. A, Good for him for standing up for what he believes in. But 
you, you have probably, to believe in terrible shit. He he died on some weird hills. Yeah, you should believe in better <laughs> shit. But yeah, he went for it. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. <laughs> Motherfucker died on some weird hills. <laughs> some weird hills. Yeah, shit. Well. Anyways, well, speaking of headstrong, so what what kind of headstrong stuff you doing? Yeah, the word alive. We've been just you know swinging our some of us baby dicks, some of us big dicks, <laughs> itty bitty trying baby to make dicks. the best, yep, the best music possible. We've been like writing a new record for I don't know like a year. Um, hey, same. Yep, we're in that. In that we position. have like the most songs, but we've taken so many different turns, and we started going down this direction because you know we were feeling this sort of way, and then. Yep. We've just made so many different kinds of songs and we've scrapped most of them now. And yeah. we're just like, it doesn't feel right. And I think we might've just did that the other day too. We're, we're just at that point where we can do exactly what we want to do. And we just don't want to put anything out. Like we're going to have a single come out this year for sure. Like we have a video that's already done and um, all that stuff. We, we already decided like whether it makes the record or not, it's, we really like it and we just want it to come out, but we yeah. don't wait so long to, right. to yeah. drop it. Which but that's, that's cool now. That's, that's the cool thing to do. Keep people engaged. Yeah, it's keep like going. if it yep. does really well, yeah. put on the record. If it, if it doesn't, then it's like, ho- hopefully you enjoyed this Tideover song. Oh, just kidding. Um, Hope you forget about that. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. We, 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 that's just a demo. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. That wasn't serious. Who have you been recording with? Who's the producer on this new shit? Or can you say? Me. Uh, yeah, Josh yeah. Wills. Um, so... I went back with Matt and me and Matt Good wrote a song. I started doing more songwriting two records ago. On the first one with Matt, right? Yeah, Dark Matter. Dark Matter, uh, yeah. Which is, I think, album f- God, four. Um, and I wrote my first song, like full song for the band then. Then on the next one, I wrote a couple songs. And then on Monomania, our most recent one, I wrote, I don't know, maybe like four or five um, the majority of it. Um, and then on this one, it's just been kind of like everyone write whatever you want to write. And so we've all been taking turns doing stuff and sending because it sparks ideas from someone else. And it's really helped a lot, but I, I done one that I really, really love that the whole band loves. And I did that with Matt that whenever the record will come out, it'll for sure be on it. Um, I've done a handful with Eric Ron, who did our last record, right. um, is one of my best friends. And then Tony just really like dedicated himself to learning how to record. And, um, he invested and got the setup and he's been writing some of the best stuff he's ever written. And it's, it's so good. Um, Dope. Zach is, Zach has always been like, he writes some crazy songs sometimes, but he's always been the guy that like will make every part potentially way better. Like mm-hmm. he's just really good at like hearing what a, this song needs or this part needs to just, I don't know, kind of like the sprinkles, but I don't want to limit It's not only that. Um, he's just very, very good at adding something that feels like a signature, the word alive, like sound yeah. to parts, especially on the lead side. So We've all just been trying to do our thing and we're aiming to record this year. And then I think at this rate, like it'll come out next year. It Dude, is hard because then we tour. a lot of bands were like so productive during the end of the world and they like somehow found a way to get a record done during all this and get it out. And now I'm like, we're like falling behind we're like, well, we're finally getting there, you know? And, and it, 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 it was not an inspiring time for, for, for me personally, but we, 
We had a ton of songs, and we have songs that I know that if we put out, like the majority of our fans would probably like, but it just didn't feel right. Like it, it, it just felt like we did what we've almost always done in a sense where it's just like we just wrote and it's like, well, here it is. Here's a record. Like, and we're like, well, this is the first time and maybe only time in our career that we'll be able to be like, why not just keep writing? Because we can't, we, yeah. Up until at least now, we haven't been able to tour anyways. So right. we hit that point where we were going to record and then we were like, no, we shouldn't do it yet because it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. And we put out a record right before lockdown stuff happened anyway, so we never toured on that. So we're like, we don't want to just wipe that record out. Um, yeah, that So I sucks. think our... our Yeah, it did. That, that, that's rough. Luckily, we hadn't put anything out for a little bit before that. Cause yeah, that, that we did like two weeks before. Yeah. That fucking sucks. And, but it's done well. And I think people really want to do here some of those songs. So I think we're just going to like, kind of, we come back, we're about to announce a tour soon. Um, that we do, but it's a great tour and it's almost two months long. It's like, it's way too long for the first tour back from like, <laughs> you're like, I'm not used sleeping to this in anymore. my bed every night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, like that's like seven, seven and a half weeks. I'm like, Fuck. I don't know if I can yeah, we do haven't, that. We haven't done that in like 10 years, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We do two weeks at a time. And I'm the oldest in my band. I, tur- I turned 35 this summer and I'm like, man, two months sounds like an eternity yeah, to me. Yeah. But it'll do, be fun. It'll be nice you know, to like... Do you know if you're coming our way through the um, old St. Louis? You don't loop. have to announce this officially or anything. You can just tell us, but... I mean, I can just look. Yeah, we don't have to put, I we think, have to put that in there. I want to say... I just want to know if I could. No, you can't. I don't care. If I get to hang out with you or not. We are. It's two months. We're playing so many places, so it's inevitable that we'll probably at least come close. But I could tell you exactly if we are. It, yeah, and our goal is just basically to do that tour, have a at least one single out, and then next year just focus more on actually. Oh, we do play Del Mar. Ooh, nice, sick. Fuck yeah, we're playing there. Uh couple nights in, uh, at the end of August. So the old Del Mar Hall, it's a good spot. Good ass venue. It's a new spot. It's a small version of the pageant. I think I've only played it once. Yeah, it's, it's newer and uh, it's like it's the same owners as the pageant next door to it. And it's just the, okay. the smaller, nicer version or did nice we, version. I'm did we think. hang out there last time you were here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we yeah. We played, did see I you guys the there. Fong Verse tour. Yeah, you and I were yeah. together. Yeah, we saw you there. Yep. And we hung out. Yep. That's right. Who was on that tour? That was last tour. I think Bless the Fall might have been there too. Oh no? yeah, yeah. Were they? Was it you guys in Bless the Fall? No, uh, it was. Just, it was a uh, Falling in Verse, Escape the Fate, Escape and the Fate. Us. Maybe I don't fucking know. I think I just went and saw you guys and then like left. <laughs> there, I think the, yeah. we I like, went out and hung out with you after after you guys got done. There were a few tours that because I don't know anybody in Falling in Verse or anything. So, but you came to Bless the Fall with me as well. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. We both went to do yeah. to do that too. Either way. We've we've been to that venue. Oh, maybe we had it beers. was. We did play with Bless the Fall. I think that yeah, was, I think that was the same night. Yeah, the fall before that time. Yeah, we we did. Uh, is Bless the Fall us, and then Thousand Below. Somebody listening is like screaming at the fucking speakers right now. Somebody's <laughs> like, "Yes, it was that. Exactly I was just was fucking. Christ. I was fucking there." Yeah. See, this is the thing about touring. If only they knew. I, I'm like, what? 
what tour and what? Yeah, it's all a whole fucking blur. It's all the same fucking thing. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like those guys. Cool. I have seen at least one of you almost every single time I've played St. Louis for the last, like, I don't know, 10, 10 years, years yeah. almost. So I can guarantee it wasn't me. <laughs> Josh is not the ambassador <laughs> for going out and hanging Yo, out. Speaking of that, so did you ever fucking think that Matt Good, I don't know when you met Matt Good, but when I met Matt Good, we were both in some fucking weird places. And when we were he in that band, drugs, for, from first to last, well, we, we were we toured with from first to last in two thousand five. But I didn't know the dude. Like when I I, I like we for, didn't like any of them. At yeah, the, at that point, I for real met him, which was weird. When I joined Drugs, and we had this thing where it was like, dude, we don't really know each other. That was, that shit was weird. And I was like, yeah, you were kind of fucking weird. He was like, yeah, okay. And then we just proceeded to get <laughs> blackout drunk with each other and become like fucking brothers. Yeah, side note, I love yeah. Matt now, but yeah. I didn't like him much in 2005 for whatever reason. I don't know. We just, none of us got along. I love him. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Dude. Yeah, he's fucking awesome now. Yeah, and he's like, or even 10 years ago when drugs was a thing, I, that's when I really started loving him. But He's like a a genius and a, just a, a crazy, bizarre person. Like, I've had some experiences with that dude. I'm I'm getting to the point of my, my question here is like, there, there were times on tour, on tour with drugs where I had to like put him to bed like a like a baby, mm. like a child. Like I had to literally carry him, like blackout, to his bed and and tuck him in and just be like and push his head to the side so he wouldn't throw up and Jimi Hendrix himself to death. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is weird because you were probably equally as hammered too. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> but like I only remember it because I was literally afraid that he would die. Like <laughs> so. When we were like the three of us and everybody, we were all hanging out and, you know, 10 years ago, would you think like, yeah, I'll make it. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably make an album together one day and it'll be, <laughs> it'll be really cool. We, t- we toured together the first time in 2009 and it was asking Alexandria from first to last. Um, oh, speaking us. of raging fucking war snob, dude. Holy shit. Oh yeah. I just, I just had brunch with him and his wife, uh, like two days ago, night and day. Yeah, night I'm, and day from those days. It's pretty. I think sweet most that, of us are night and day from those days. That, it's pretty sweet that he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know him. I never hung out with the asking all Andrew dudes, but yeah, I've heard. I've heard about him. Anyway, continue. He, the I would say Danny has probably made the biggest transformation out of any person I've ever known in the music industry. Yeah, as far as like what people like would have known him to be ten years ago versus now. Yeah. L- not, it's not even the same person at all. Yeah. Um, he's a huge, he's a teddy bear. He's a sweetheart. He like does so many like good things for friends and people with like behind the scenes, just doesn't tell people he's just, he's a great dude. Um, going back to your question, fuck no, I would have never seen that coming from (laughs) Matt because when we, we would go to like, we'd be like out in angels and Kings in LA or something and just be I'm like, damn, like this guy can fucking rage. And yeah, yeah. we would, be, we would just be drinking every single day and yeah, nothing good was going in our bodies at that point in time <laughs> and didn't for years from that point. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, he just started working on music. And you know, what's funny is we had a confirmed record with Feldy um, that we we're going to do. And it was going to be our fourth re- dark matter, that record cycle was supposed to be a record we were going to do with Feldman. And then he got like, I think it's Hey Violet or a, a mainstream, like bigger band, right. like major label, more money just came and was like, we need to do the record at this time. And so Feldman called me and he was like, I hate to do this. I want to do the record, but like, I, if, if I do it, I have to do it in two parts. 
Yeah. And it was like four months apart or something. I don't know. It was like so far yeah. that we were like, that makes no sense for us. And right. yep. so Zach and my band had been hanging out with Matt who had moved to Phoenix and I, I've still been in LA the whole time, but he was like, Matt actually is starting to like record and it sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, well, I loved Matt and we always had hung out. So I'm like, let's just see what happens. Like, let's go do a song or something. And we just ended up doing an entire record and it it's one of my favorite records. It's one of our most successful records. And I think he learned so much about himself as a producer and like t really taking on that role. And that's what led him to do a lot of his other, that's what led him doing Asking and yeah. a bunch of other bands. Um, Cause we were just like, fuck it. It's our boy. Like he's going to at least try hard, you know, and he, yeah. he cares yeah. about us yeah. as people. Yeah. Just caring in general. And I think at that point in time in our career, yeah. that's what we needed. We needed someone who we knew gave a shit about yeah. us. Yep. You can have the biggest producer on the planet, but if they don't give a fuck, then it's not going to be a great experience and nobody's yeah. going to be happy. And that's just how it works. You know, dude, there was, there were a couple songs in that album one, like one specifically, and I can't remember the title off the top of my head, but I remember texting Matt about it and probably you, but I was like, holy shit. New metal has like fully come full circle. And these dudes are doing metalcore in a way that like, now I connect to because I grew up in the nineties. Like you, you have a, a couple songs that sound so like if corn wanted to go on warp tour at the time that that album came out, you like cracked that kind of part. <laughs> That's and sick. Did you say, <laughs> yeah. or whatever? Yeah. We you always know, you, joke about that. We're like, can you imagine like being be like, guys, I got this idea. I'm going in the vocal booth. And you're like, like if you had never heard that before, how do you not be like, you're on drugs. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey guys, you ever seen Beavis and Butthead? Cause I'm going to go do a Beavis real quick. Watch yeah. this. Cause you they seen were on right? Yeah. They were definitely on drugs. Yes. It's still weird, but it wasn't weird at the time. We were all were like sick, bro. Yeah. No, I never, I fucking never liked that shit. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like how did like millions of people collectively decide that <laughs> that was so sick? Hey, you know it though. You can do it. Yeah. I mean, it like I was I was only a semi corn fan even at the time, but I know that shit, and I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I never thought it was that crazy. I was just like, that's cool, but whatever me, that is. But me, I mean, clearly, like vocally, you didn't do that, but uh, musically, like you guys kind of went to that place, and I was like, wow, the the cycle <laughs> the cycle has has cycled. It was weird because we fought against that so much, like in the early two thousands. Yeah, we were like, we can't do anything like that, and then it all kind of yeah. morphed morphed in a different way later, but. I had like kind of a little bit felt it coming in the scene coming. Um, and then you guys and Matt like fully did it. And then I watched it just happen over and over again. Like new metal is back and now it's part of metal core. Like everything has mm -hmm. fully come back around. It was pretty fucking awesome, you know, to watch like a couple of my friends come together yeah. from, you know, one from the producer side, the other from the band side and do that shit. And then you guys made another album together and I, I really enjoyed that shit. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I remember you writing me. Uh, so the song you're talking about is Trapped. Um, and <laughs> Talk about Full Circle. Aptly, aptly titled Trapped. Yeah. yeah. It's, a con and, it's uh, kind of a, like a Confederate song. More <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really took a stance with this one. It's called Trapped. I really anyway, took a sorry. headstrong stance. Sorry, sorry, go on. That's just funny that that's what we were talking we're about. We're done now. No, Continue. I, I knew that was about to happen just now. Um, 
And no, I mean, that song is like, you know, you guys have songs that you're like internally probably like always trying to top. Like that's yeah. one of the ones for us that we feel like we somehow tapped into something that mm-hmm. we've been like, I don't know if we can do whatever people think this is again, but it feel different. But on that same level, it's it's kind of like one of those songs, Chasing the Dragon for us, like where we've been like, how do we match this without it taking away from that or feeling like we're trying to chase that? Right. And do we've probably tried to, to write it's like twin song, if you will, for like the last four years. Yeah. And just can't. And so, but I think a huge part of it was like Matt was so hungry. We were so hungry. We, it was the first time where we were really like, we didn't want anyone else involved with like telling us what the songs do, nothing. It was just like, no, we're just going to get in this room. And Matt was honestly a big part of that because he was like, fuck everyone. He's like, let's write the sickest shit. And we just, that's what we did. And we, it was a very like therapeutic album for us because I think it's the first time where we actually did what we wanted to do fully at all times and I, I credit that to Matt because he was already just like I hate everyone fuck <laughs> yeah. the industry I'm going to learn how to do this whole new thing so I can help my friends make the music they want to make like it was kind of like rebellious in a way but yeah not actually you're a rebel bro it like in the confederate way so it, <laughs> go back to how it was more like trapped tell us more about how it, well, so for instance, like I hadn't really gone through puberty yet and my just dick was so small. And so I was just super angry yep, and yep, yep, it yep, just yep. limited itself sense. to the lyrics. That it was really sense. gross and like stumpy. Yeah, thankfully, I, thankfully I went through puberty and now I just have like a little bit. And you tracked all dick. your vocals in cargo jeans, even though you're not a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we've uh, obviously had success success with certain songs and uh you can't recreate any song no matter what and that's you know that's always like the thing and if you try it's just weird but there's those magic Mm -hmm. moments where just something special happens in your bands like you know like until the day i die was not meant to be a fucking what it is we just wrote a song that we're like cool i hope people think this is cool because we like it so and uh you know we can't write another exact copy of that although yeah like you said we've probably tried and it turns out to be completely different. It never works out like that. But, you know, it just sometimes uh, the, everything comes together and you write something really cool. And it's fun. That's what making music's about, man. Yeah. That's my favorite part of being in a band, like, is the creation process. Like, I love being in the studio. I love hearing a song that maybe we were on the fence with, like, come to life and be like, damn, like, this is sick. Yeah. And I love that part, like, yeah. so much. Yeah, I do too now. I didn't when I was young because I didn't have the confidence to like know that I was good at things or what I was good at or what we, if we were good at all, you know, you don't know any Mm -hmm. of that shit. But now, yeah, it's like, I hope this idea is cool. And then, you know, it turns into something awesome or, you know, you're like, no, no, it's not good. It's not good. Nope. Bail, bail, abort, abort the mission. Yeah. Song sucks. We've been, we've hit that button a million times. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. We have about 50 song ideas for our new record right now and, you know, 10 of them will end up being songs, but they're not all winners, guys. No. Josh's songs are all all total winners. Yeah. All the songs I write. Yeah. I don't write a bad song. <laughs> Josh has never wrote a bad song, so. Because I've never written one. Something tells me that that is not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. 
not you, wrong. You have never written a full song before. Never. You have ideas and parts that, that hey, you know, that they get always into, work. They get into songs, <laughs> but I've never thought about that. You've never written a, an actual full song before. I wrote guitar parts to my other band, my my OG band, yeah, my emo band. Ringo Starr wrote a bunch of songs, so where the fuck are you? Uh, he's got more time than me. You ain't no Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo never had to fucking do payroll for his uh, <laughs> yeah. for his local business. No, he didn't. He was wor- he was working with more pro- prolific songwriters too. So uh, yeah. uh, he had more talent surrounding Bitch. him. <laughs> Shit, pussy. <laughs> what else? What else? Uh, yeah, it's about it's getting getting to about that time where uh, I we're just gonna- pulled up. I opened my phone and it's just that goddamn horse jerking off. You're still looking video. at it. Oh, you're back at it. Yeah. See? God. You like it now. Oh, I didn't watch the very, very end. She like looks down and rubs it uh, everywhere. Jesus. Everywhere. Yeah. Just so you know, we're recording uh, the video and I have this green screen image of mm-hmm. you. So there's. Are you going to def- put that behind me? Yeah. <laughs> we, hey, we've already, we've already had our shit deleted from Instagram. We might as well do another one. Yes. I just want, I just make it look like it's dripping all over me. Yes. Do you mean to wet down my hair so you can like blend the effect? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Give me another, uh, tilt it back. Do and like then we'll a, just do a little head shake. And yeah. Yeah. There you go. Is it- <laughs> head strong will take you on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, God. you are a what do you beautiful. Think Chris Taylor's doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Is, that is actually, I think name? that's yeah. his name. That's weird because we our old singer's name was John Taylor and he has a brother named Chris Taylor, which is really weird. Um, you're a beautiful man. This is fact. I love your face. It's good to see you. It's been a little while. It's a good face. Very good to see you guys. And we will hang out again soon. Oh, we will. Maybe very soon once you announce these dates. We'll have to make up for lost time. We're doing fucking ecstasy when you come here. Oh, shit. Not Molly, All like right. the 90s stuff where everybody's <laughs> like, oh, where's the horse? Or I might want to fuck Telly or either one, whichever comes first. I mean, I've done ecstasy before and that's not what it made me want to do, but. <laughs> well, I, you, you're doing the wrong shit. I guess I haven't done the 90s shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. none of us have done ecstasy, I don't believe. You're too young. Technically. I'm on it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck ecstasy does. I have plenty of friends that do ecstasy. Make sure I get you all horned up, I think. Horned yeah, up. I've done ecstasy, DMT, Molly, mushrooms. I just stick to straight 90s crack. Yeah. Or uh, what, what do they call kills, it? Speed? Um, Speedball? No. What was the shit <laughs> in the 90s? Speedball uh, is Coke and heroin, right? Yeah. Coke, no. and, Coke and Pepsi together. <laughs> what, what was the shit? Uh, <laughs> he's probably on uh, fucking... Uh, God, fuck was it in in, Termin- in the Terminator when uh what when they talked about in Terminator One when he when he came into the police department and they said yeah. he was on PCP <laughs> PCP that's how you got to PCP oh. yeah PCP is the one that just makes everyone you could like lift a car yeah how do we yeah how do we get a hold <laughs> yeah. of some fucking PCP from next time the world you want to do some here? PCP when I come into town yeah, yeah I'm saying we just go start a bar fight with like fifty people. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah do, I do crack like Pookie from New Jack City. Yeah, <laughs> I'll suck your dick. I wonder how many people think we're serious. Yeah, I want to bench seven. I want to bench press every one of your road cases before you put them back in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> on PCP. I'm gonna fucking bring a horse to your house and jerk it off in your mouth. All over all my dogs. So everybody come out to the Delmar Hall. It's going to be a live, going to be a live event. It's going to be real live. This show, this show can only be done in Tijuana. If you if you ever want to ever wanted to have, never mind. I'm going home. I'm done. <laughs>
I'm done. Yo, if you want to see a, if you want to see the singer of a band suck a horse's dick, come to the Word Alive at, at Del Mar Hall on uh, the future in Oct- date in uh, nine in niner. <laughs> Cool. It's a great place to wrap it up. So, Telly, where can they find you on social media? Um, tell the uh, the listeners. Uh, I, I don't know if I want them to find me after this. <laughs> be like, nah, I'm just uh, I'm just a guy. Don't no, worry my about name me. is Gary. I'm from uh, Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I don't use MySpace. What, Bozeman. What a beautiful place. Ah, we've been to Bozeman before. Yeah. I've ha- I've actually had a couple of good off days in Bozeman. Yeah, dude, it's peaceful up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the range. I, have, I have a friend that lives there who does tattoos in Bozeman now. Tattoos. Randomly. Well, I love you boys. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I'm sure that people are just going to be thinking about the weirdest shit after this conversation, and that's exactly what I hope they do. Yeah, as they should. Yes. Well, you don't have to feel too weird because this is basically how every week goes. We do this to everybody. So Good. There's not always a horse dick, but there's always a dick. So. Well, I, I, I take it that that just means you like me more. Um. Yeah, you got the special horse dick. So. Yeah, got the special sauce. Well, um, you know what? <laughs> Fuck, fuck the internet. They'll find you out there. You know what I mean? Just T-E-L-L-E, whatever. I'm on all the shit that I hate. You're one of the only tellies out there? I hope so. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of people named with that name. I, is that I short for something? What is that? People don't forget. It's, it's technically... People don't forget. <laughs> uh, it's technically... It's a nickname. I, I don't go by my Christian name, though. Okay. Like well, your government hey. name? What is your um, government name? Unless I'm in trouble. <laughs> we don't need to know your government name. We, don't, we definitely don't want people finding out your government name like after you, all this. You fucking love Telly from Sesame Street. You know what? A lot of people actually thought that that's what it was from. Really? And that would have been cooler. You would have said, wrong. It's an, that shit ain't the truth. They're like, like Telly Savalas, and I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Every, I just say yes to what everyone said. They're yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. it like? And I'm like, yes. Of course it is. Is that the dude's name and kids? That's what I was asking before this happened. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's way more fucked up. Yeah, that's what that's what we were saying. I was, and yeah, yeah. So your government name is uh, Steve. It's Telecaster. <laughs> Telecaster. <laughs> Telecaster <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is probably not funny to you at all. Funny to us. I've just had this exact conversation at least two hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm a dad of this two. This portion so of it. This, this portion this dad, of it. This dad joke is mine right now, and I love oh, it. It's the best. The best it's joke it's ever. worse. It, it came from answering a cell phone during band practice once when they were trying to come up with a nickname because my my name was the same as uh, our drummer, and I was the new guy. So. Oh, so you answered the telly. It's, it's from answering the telly. That's it. Ah, so so you're, not, so you're English. Just stuck. Every time you go into a guitar center, it has to fucking suck. Like yes. you into strats or tellies? <laughs> everyone, everyone who is on that side has always been like, so your parents like huge like Telecaster fan, like big like, Fender yep. players. Yes, yeah. Fuck yes. Off. I just say yes. It's the fastest way to just. Oh, right on. Yep, that's what it is. Uh, where's the fucking yep? Yeah. I just need strings. Get the fuck out of we here. We figured the best way to honor <laughs> I need you. Need a cable. The best way to honor you on the way, on the end of this podcast was just by making fun of your name for a, about five minutes. I'm sorry. Honestly, look sorry. real cool. It's a beautiful name, and I'm not saying it's weird. But what the fuck is your goddamn internet name, you son of a bitch? Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> What's your handle? What do you, what do you want to know? Where, where can they find you on MySpace? No, or, worry or, about the Twitch one because that one's probably important. Yeah, uh, twi- Twitch.tv slash TellyTWA. And TellyTWA is almost all my socials. So. It has nothing to do with is the, right. the airline. It has to do with your band. No, yeah, nothing. Teleca- you, Telecaster, the, wor- the world airlines. I can't Trans world. stop. Telly Trans world airlines. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, uh, okay. All right. We're idiots. We're mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Uh, um, if you want to... I missed it. <laughs> if you want to find me, mine uh, is all at uh, whiteclaw.org. Um, if you want to follow the band, it's all at <laughs> Story of the Year. Um, Dan, t- tell them where you're Mine's shit. at danelectro.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's at trapsfan.edu. <laughs> Ed you Ed you Josh pronounces all letters regardless regardless Um, Ah, we're drunk um, Josh got involved in some in some uh, federal crimes and the FBI started uh, investigating him the FBI the FBI the FBI got involved Tight. Jesus Tight. fucking Tight. Christ. None of this is funny. I can see by hey, a look on his you, face. But here's the question, though. Do you say dot .gov or dot .gov? Dot .gov. I don't know. I, I say dot .gov. I, I, say dot edu. Yeah. I say dot .edu. But, but it's, when you said it, yeah. I didn't know. it means education. Gov, .gov means government. I didn't know if you were it's right the, or not. I just I just hadn't heard that before. It's the one so. outlier, I think. No, I no, have no, no. idea. I've heard people in the actual education yeah, he would. He would you. know more. Josh is in that sector. Yeah, sector. he's smarter than us. He's an he's an educationer. Edu, edu, edu. Okay, edu. Yeah, hmm. like edu. I I learned something new. Yeah, I I did. you know what, that. guys? Hey, hey, what is it? Ed Vetter at edu dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that's why you're here to learn things. <laughs> All right, uh, we love you. We'll, yeah. we'll see you love soon. You too. Hey, I um, hope so. Patrons. Of this podcast, thanks for being part of the fucking weird circle of whatever the Thank fuck this is. Thank you for patroning. Thank you for patroning us. If um, you really care, you better you better donate more. Thank you for your patronus. That's charm. true. Yeah, I can I can tell I can tell your fans don't be cheapskates. <laughs> yes. Don't be send patron. They didn't they didn't ask me to say this, guys. But that's true. If you could up your membership to the highest tier, <laughs> do it. Yo, at yes. the highest at the highest tier, you get to be a, a guest on this podcast, and we got some people that. Or, like are due half a dozen, yeah. John Bernstein, he's you have to a- send them the same the horse gif. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get it way worse than you. Yeah, yeah, you get the link and you get you get a gif of of a, a person sucking a horse cock and cum going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so you're sign super up. lucky. Yeah, yeah you're who's super gonna lucky. be first? <laughs> yeah, it's an elite group. Um, Spots are filling up fast. <laughs> it's limited. Um, Patreon.com slash story of the year if you want to be one of those people. Uh, next week, should we try to line up one of those uh, patrons maybe? Yeah, sure. Bernstein's going to be in town for the show, so he's going to be here. He's going to come to the spot. I think we should do a line with one of the patrons. Storm up. Get a fucking <laughs> what rail. What line are we talking up. about here? Wow. <laughs> We're going to do a line of Adderall off uh, Snake's back. Ooh, that's good airtime. Yeah, and then, uh, and then some actual coke off Josh's boner. Um, Patreon.com slash story of the that, year. That's enough to cause an overdose yeah. based off the size. Yeah. A, uh, you're yeah. going to die. Yeah. Unless you're powerful. Okay. Um, careful. I think we're, <laughs> okay. I think we're done so now. So hit the button, I Adam. I think it's over, Josh. Do you Josh, wanna, tell him what to do. Suck one. Dot ed you.